from the land of deep darkness. I don't have to look far to find metaphors for longing during Advent. They come as close as my living room, where I sit by the window each morning in the blurred light from our Christmas tree. It's still pitch black at six in the morning, so the night feels impossibly long, conclusive even. The tendency, of course, is to flip on every light in the house, to see and read better, to cook breakfast by, to tidy up or make lists for the day. I'm reminded of a book I read for my graduate school program titled The Embers and the Stars by Erezim Kohak. It's part philosophy, part poetry, and it's one of the books that has lingered with me longest since reading. In it, Kohak explores the value and necessity of darkness. There's a natural logic and inherent goodness to the rhythms of day and night, he claims, but most of us in the modern world have insulated ourselves from them. We live out our days and nights under fluorescent lights and in front of screens right up until we go to sleep, and we wake ourselves the same way. Our bodies have forgotten what it's like to live in darkness, and so we've forgotten, among other things, the effect and impact of light. This Advent, I'm struck, like Kohak, by night's necessity. I'm also struck by how fitting it is that we observe Advent in the dead of winter, In the middle of what feels like one long night punctuated by a few moments of daylight, I don't have to reach to understand verses like Isaiah 9-2, which reads, The people walking in darkness have seen a great light. On those living in the land of deep darkness, a light has dawned. Most mornings in December, I sit on the couch and make watching and waiting my practice. I notice the sky lighten, almost imperceptibly and then all at once, into streaked pinks and blues, all as pale and thin as etched glass. During Advent, and especially on dark mornings, I'm primed and ready to experience light in all its potency. This contrast reminds me that Advent is for everyone, yes, but it is not primarily for those who live in perpetual daylight. Advent comes first and foremost to those living in the land of deep darkness. The Christian story from its very beginning is intended for those who are the most lost, confused, desperate. It's for those who have grown most accustomed to living in the dark. In him was life, and that life was the light of all mankind. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness has not overcome it. John 1, verses 4 and 5. During Advent, there are myriad ways to celebrate and watch for the coming of Christ. One good practice? Being present with the darkness and being willing to sit in the midst of our wounds, our griefs, our disappointments, both collective and personal. At first, it feels like chaos, like a grave. But when light comes over the horizon, stretching across the sky like a brilliant garment, we'll see what we've longed for. The night never lasts forever. Light is always coming, always shining, always and especially to the places where night is thickest. When you're in the middle of deep darkness, you have a front row seat to God's arrival. Watch and wait in the dark and you'll be the first to notice the light. Even now, in the middle of winter's black night, 
light is traveling toward us. If you look closely, there on the horizon, the sun is already shaking down the shadows, slowly filling up the sky.